Welcome back, fine townsfolk, to another episode of Random Tarasks. I am Nick. I'm Matt. And here we are again to discuss the third Tarask in Tarask Month this year. It is the fourth edition Tarask for Dungeons and Dragons. In Monster Manual 1 for fourth edition, we are on page 13. Right in the very beginning, we are at 13. We're going to be seeing some overlap here in stats and effects, abilities, and and even lore and flavor text. But we're going to dive in and hopefully see something different than, than what we've seen the last two weeks. A terrifying embodiment of wanton destruction, the Tarask attacks without motivation or purpose, unless that purpose is to obliterate all life. So immediately off the bat, the hunger thing is gone. It's more vengeful. It's more just like I need. I I am here to kill. Yeah. But was was there a, f- a food aspect in three five? I don't remember. I believe there was. I think so. I think it. I think it eats stuff. Yeah, it eats everything, even villages. Yeah, I remember that part. That silly line. Yeah. So so there's there's so far there's no mention of eating of con- of consumption. It has consumption, and uh, coughs oh. into a hanky. <laughs> comes away bloody, and that's how you know, as we've seen in every movie <laughs> about the twenties. The Tarrasque uh, will be your Huckleberry. That's I'll, I'll be your Huckleberry. Oh, God, I love that movie. That's such a great line. Needs to be used way more often. The Tarrasque tramples enemies as it wades into battle. It uses fury of the Tarrasque as often as it can, alternating between rending bite and tail slap until bloodied, then using frenzy. Not one to conserve its power, the Tarrasque spends its action points in the opening rounds of combat to make additional attacks. How, how mind-blowing is that? Just, just pop every spell you have. I don't care what the cooldown is. Burn them down. It definitely fits with the whole video game aspect of 4E. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Good point. Yeah, but it, it also fits with with Tarask in general and just being just being a thing of awe and yeah. and just just terror on a cellular level. <laughs> you know, that that is the reason why, because it will just it will just go for broke right from the start and and end combat before it can even start if possible. Tarask has no chill. Has no chill. It is just one mode, I think. I think yes. the kids say. Tarask lore, with a DC 25, the Tarask is a living engine of destruction created by the primordials to obliterate the works of the gods. Here we have a, a, another thing that's very different is like we have a definitive origin here. It sleeps within the world's core, stirring occasionally. When it wakes, it burrows up to the surface and begins a continent-wide rampage. And with the DC-30, so not much more, the Tarrasque is inexorably bound to the world, such that the most one can hope for is to lay the creature to rest, forcing it to sleep within the world's core for many years before it stirs again. However, ancient texts postulate that the Tarrasque could be destroyed permanently were it somehow coaxed or tricked into leaving the world. So we're seeing we're seeing like little variations left yeah. and right on this thing. Yeah, this is a lot different than I thought it was going to be in terms of just the the little bits and pieces of 
you know the the idea that you can kill it first of all like that's yeah. huge it it is you you could permanently get rid of it whether it's killed or not like who knows Fair as enough, long as yeah. it's off your world it doesn't matter but that alone is is yeah is a huge divergence the fact that it has a that it has a an origin as well a definitive origin as well and that you can figure that out with the, with just a DC 25 lore check or nature or whatever it is yeah though i would that doesn't really surprise me as much because you would think something that large and destructive the lore would be ever present almost like they would there yeah, would be okay i get it you know those are those are the the stories that are passed down generation to generation. Right. Sure. It's so large and scary. There's no way to not know about this thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have a, a gargantuan elemental magical beast. It is a level 30 solo brute. All, all checks out so far. XP of 95,000. Whoa. It has an initiative of... I. I can't even fathom that that amount of xp yeah but it's but it's level 30 you know and so so solo makes it makes it buffed up too okay and i I probably brewed i don't know initiative is plus 23 it has earth binding which is an aura of 40 so 40 feet right no are they squares in this (gasps) are they squares it would be an aura of 40 squares which is 800 feet no, 200 feet? Woo. Yeah, I think yeah. that that makes more sense. 200 feet. Any flying creature in the aura has its fly speed reduced to 1, so 5 feet, and maximum altitude reduced to 20 feet, putting it within the Tarasque's reach. Any creature above this altitude at the end of its turn falls to an altitude of 20 feet automatically. Wow. Yeah, so it's just it's 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 so large and and terrifying that it warps reality itself, and it is denser and has a, a modicum of its own gravitation. Yeah, there. Whatever's flying becomes in orbit of the terrestrial. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Oh, that's that that is that put that way makes it even more terrifying. That it's it is such a, a well designed killing machine. It can it can pull you to it. Yeah. It just wow. just naturally. It's just just by its sheer sheer presence. It has an HP of fourteen twenty, which makes its bloodied seven ten. AC of forty three, fortitude of forty nine, reflex of thirty eight, will of thirty two. It's immune to charm and fear and resist ten to all damage. Saving throws plus five, a speed of eight, a burrow of eight, a climb of eight, and two action points. It is so it's an... faster than the three five. Yeah, so that that would be forty feet. Three fives was fifteen. Was it only fifteen? Yeah, it was like it was slow and lumbering, but it could oh, charge that fifteen could, feet. I believe it could. It could no. It was like a hundred and it was a hundred and fifty feet, wasn't it? No, oh, I don't know. No, it was. I think it was slow and lumbering at fifteen, but every turn it could charge for like forty-five feet or something. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it, it charges, you move your speed, and then I don't know. 
three five who knows three five yep there you go it is an elder of annihilation which means its attacks ignore all resistances stand its bite is it has a reach of three it's a plus four plus 34 versus ac it is a d12 plus 16 damage which doesn't seem like a lot Maybe no. I don't know, but it but it also has ongoing fifteen damage save ends. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, so so let's go back to the the Tarask tactics. So it uses the fury of the Tarask as often as it can. So fury of Tarask is a standard action, not usable while bloodied. So only for the first half of that fight, and a recharge of five and six. The Tarask makes a bite attack, which we just talked about. And one of the following attacks, either a rending bite, which is a reach of three plus 34 versus AC, blah, blah, blah. So it's a 3d12 plus 16 damage. That makes a little more sense to me. Yeah. Plus the target takes a negative five penalty to AC until the end of the Tarasks next turn. So it alternates between that rending bite and tail slap which is a reach of three, cannot use against the same target it attacked with its bite, with its standard bite, plus 32 versus fortitude, a 3d12 plus 16 damage, plus the target is pushed four squares and knocked prone. That is my that is my favorite thing about 4e. I've said it two dozen times at this point, just the, the, the battlefield manipulation, the pushing and pulling and, and prone and things like that. Yeah, that's very cool. So he... It will it will alternate between that bite and the fury of the Tarask and and pop the fury of the Tarask every time it recharges. Let's not forget it will pop its two action points immediately. It will it has the ability ability to trample. The Tarask can move up to its speed and enter enemy spaces. This movement provokes attacks of opportunity, and the Tarask must end its move in an unoccupied space. When it enters an enemy's space, the Tarask makes a trample attack. Plus 33 versus reflex, a d12 plus 16 damage, and the target is knocked prone. And then once it's bloodied, then once it's bloodied, it has the option to frenzy, which is usable only while bloodied. It's an at-will standard. Close burst 3, the Tarask makes a bite attack against each creature within the burst. So once it's bloodied, it's doing that every single turn. That's there's no recharge on that. There's nothing. It is just it just goes into a frenzy and attacks wow. even more quickly. Yeah. And then finally, eternal slumber. When the Tarask is reduced to zero hit points, it sinks back into the world's core and slumbers once again. It's exactly what I what I expected. And honestly, it's it's better than I expected for a 4E version of a monster. Sure. I've always been a little a little mm, when when we do the 4E monsters. I mean, I think we should try and find some really good ones in, in next year. But but yeah, this is this one translates pretty darn well, I think. So as far as 4E monsters go, I'll give it a thumbs up. Yeah, definitely. I like the Builds on a really solid foundation, obviously. Well, that's true, and, right? But it doesn't—it doesn't diminish it by taking it into four E. It—it really builds on that and gives you know gives the frenzy and gives it that 
like I said before, that video game quality to it where it's mm. going to pop those action points and it's going to do everything up front and really kind of take it to the the adventuring party right off the bat. So and, terrify them right away. And a lot like your standard boss battle, be it Legend of Zelda or World of Warcraft or what, there are phases. Its moves will change when it hits a certain number of hit points. That's true. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. It is that makes it very video gamey as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I it 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 certainly makes it worth getting to level thirty to to fight this thing. I would think for sure. Yeah, you know, it it makes the slog satisfying. Yeah, definitely. If this is the the end goal and the last thing to face in your campaign, then it's it should be. Fairly worthwhile once you're all said and done. So, Tarask is not just a, a a beautiful creation out of the mind of Gary Gygax or Dave Arneson or whoever actually came up with the Tarask at that time. It is actually based on a mythical creature, believe it or not. It is... It is reported in several sources, but especially it's found in the story of St. Martha in a text called The Golden Legend. So the the creature inhabited the area of Nerluc in Provence, France, and devastated the landscape far and wide. Checks out so far. The Mm -hmm. Tarasque was a sort of dragon with a lion's head, six short legs like a bear's, an ox-like body covered with a turtle shell, and a scaly tail that ended in a scorpion's sting. So, that's, I mean, that's fair, but that's fairly common when it comes to mythical creatures, is they, let's take, let's take this part of a monster, of of a, of an animal that we know, and let's take this part, and let's put this together, and put this together. That's, I mean, we've got all sorts of those hippocampus and griffin and and chimera and all sorts so it fits right in it's just this is not the standard like all of those that i just named were i think standard like greek or roman mythological creatures this one is not no and it's very interesting it almost sounds like one of those remember the the toys that you would have back in the day where you would put a piece of paper over some plates and just mm, mm-hmm. color, but the plates you could just switch in and out. Yeah. It's one of those where yeah. somebody just did that on a cave wall somewhere. And then all of a sudden people are talking about the Tarasque. Yeah. Or, or there, there was a picture of a scorpion and a turtle and a bear and an ox and the, the, the wall fell apart and a lot of it didn't survive, but this rubble did. So they put it back together a lot like how they did the the dinosaurs way back in the day. They just like kind of put them together and were like, oh, well, it's it's this, obviously. <laughs> and that's never how that's never how it worked. No, no, yeah. that that is not a load bearing bone. <laughs> no. no, no, absolutely not. So. So, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Oh, and there's a dinosaur named after the Tarasque, the Tarascosaurus, believe it or not. So there's. There's there there's that connection. It is let's see. It looks like it's a theropod. It its name translates to Tarasque lizard. Well done. 
And yeah, it just looks like a, what you'd expect a kind of a T-Rex thing to be, you know? Yeah, it definitely sounds like one of those instances where they saw a, maybe even a relatively fully intact skeleton of a T-Rex beyond, be it on a, a cave wall, like uh, not a cave wall, but, but like inside of a cave, they were able to see part of it poking out or, mm-hmm. you know, just laying on the ground or something like that If after they've unearthed some stone and they just make up a myth around it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's same thing with elephant skulls as being cyclops heads. You know, exactly. that's that's the way they 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 had to explain. They they explained it the best they could. You know, because imagine seeing that for the first time, and and your your head would explode. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I I going that far makes me really want to. What if you? I know there's only one, obviously. That's that's the that's the big the big hang up here, but th- that there's only one, but how do you work in that aspect of them like finding Tarasque bones or something? Could you? Like how would you how would you do that and 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 have it have that be like the first breadcrumb and then it and and then it unravels? Or or would you just have to do a different kind of monster that they haven't seen? Maybe what if you play it where the Tarasque, maybe there's only one here on this land, in this plane, whatever, but there is a Tarasque plane. Oh, so like, maybe like in Howard the Duck. Exactly. <laughs> maybe that's what it, where you would find the bones or something okay. along those lines. I was also thinking. Maybe there's only one left. Well, these, yeah. These things could could be immortal, which means they'll never die naturally, but they could still be killed. But they're so damn hard to kill. Someone obviously killed them. And maybe maybe there's only there's only ever been like one or two pieces of bone found. So so there's only evidence of one other thing, but then 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 this one comes up and is alive again, maybe because you stole the bone, maybe because the bone was removed from its its sacred Tarasque graveyard or something. I don't know. Sure. I mean, just like, like you said, just because there's one doesn't mean there was always one. Yeah. And maybe there was an extinction event. Oh, maybe yeah. it's much like the dinosaurs. Oh, of course. What, yeah. Be it a, an asteroid or a volcano or something along those lines that wiped out the rest of this population. Beholders. Somehow, beholders, that too, somehow missed this one. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it was in a uh, hamster cage at the time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. From from a 3-5. Three 3-5 five. <laughs> three five exactly. adventure. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe there it missed that somehow. This is the only one left. And maybe that would bring in the 4E MO, I guess, of the Tarasque, which is less... I'm hungry. Let's eat everything. To, I'm just a giant angry. Yeah, monster. I'm. I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm just. I'm so angry because I'm, I'm lonely. I'm just so angry and alone. I haven't felt the touch of another Trask in millennia. And and maybe maybe the lore is that that only one ever 
slumbers at a time. All the others are awake sure. and, and they, they go in cycles and those cycles are, are decades at a time. But that, that would explain why this one goes, goes in cycles and why it, 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 it was missing at the time. It, it, it was not affected by whatever that event was. Aliens, if you will. Yeah, it woke up and realized that it was all All alone. of its friends were it gone. just wandered. Yeah. Yeah. It just kept wandering around asking, are you my mother? Yeah. But unfortunately, when a Tarrasque does that, it's just terrifying. And... Oh, yeah. And, and ends up killing lots and lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> all the birds fall to 20 feet. Yeah. Yeah, they just plunge, plummet. I, I really like the... I really like that that hook that that extinction event the the one remaining as opposed to the w- only one ever that's a really really cool detail and it it really it it does open up a lot cuz I think there's only so much you can do with there's this one big giant mysterious thing that's a killing machine there's only one there's only ever been one and now now go fight it you know now you can they can add a little story, maybe you can add some intrigue, some investigation. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where if you it's it's a you know the the improv trope. If you you can't say no when you're doing some kind of improv, and to have there be only one ever, that's it. It creates that kind of finite mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. that is hard to work around. But if it is the only one now. And, you know, that doesn't mean that there will always only be one or that there was ever only one. Then you can start working in backstory. You can start working in consequences for the future in terms of let's make sure this does not asexually reproduce. Right. right. And things along those lines. I was just thinking about the. Life will find a way. Well, that, but also the, the, the Matthew Broderick. Hank Azaria classic Godzilla. Classic is used a little loosely, but I'll, okay. Classic meaning old at this point. That's that's it. That's oh, fair enough. <laughs> but she 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 is able to lay unfertilized eggs, I believe, in that, and and that and and that you could use that exact same thing for for this. Still exactly, a kaiju, yeah. still reptilian. It it. There are plenty of of amphibians and reptiles that can lay unfertilized eggs and still have still have them be viable. And this thing is so old, so ancient, so slow that of course it only lays like one egg every couple decades and it needs to have a super long rest beforehand because it it needs to conserve the energy and the timing needs to be right. So, okay. And, and the environment needs to be right. So the cult, the, the, the classic cult that it always pops up, obviously. So the cult is doing everything they can to make the environment right. So maybe they're seeding a volcano yeah, or, or like, like planting, like planting trees, or or trying to like terraform this certain part Those of the bastards. But, but that's the thing: is you think they're 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 doing a good thing until you realize, or your party realizes, 
oh wait, this is this is not just we love nature. This is we are we are setting up for something much bigger and more dangerous than climate change and and global warming. <laughs> it's it's actually it's actually a kaiju. We need we need the what was that Guillermo del Toro where the robots fight the monsters? Pacific Rim. Oh, the we Pacific the, Rim. Yeah. What do they call the robots? Jaegers. We need a Jaeger. Everybody we need needs a Jaeger, yeah. Yes. Would you would you allow some some Jaeger, some some form of Jaeger to fight this thing? Like a no it wouldn't obviously wouldn't be a no mish built. Maybe it'd be like um like a rock giant or a, a fire giant built, because they're they're the they're the 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 smiths, I believe the the fire giants are. So have have them build you a Jaeger. Would it be the size of of the Tarask of of the actual Jaegers that you see in Pacific Rim, or would it be a little? Would it be smaller, almost like a an iron golem? So so each of the the PCs would have their own. Or that's what I'm. Well, thinking. yeah. If 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 they're on the smaller side, then yeah, I I would I would give them each their own, which could be really cool if you spend the time and, and have them do each be able to have their own kind of unique set of moves or, or one unique kind of ability. But, and they but of course, I was just going to say, of course, make a mega you, Jaeger. You, you Zord the hell out of them and you, you Voltron the hell out of them and give them the ability to, to combine and then you combine some of the abilities and you 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 allow them to to help each other on rolls and stuff like that. That what a what a cool way to do that fight. Yeah, it it's almost the complete opposite of the massive army fight that we were talking about in I think it was the 3-5 the 3-5 episode where you're commanding a a military regiment for the for the yeah. most part. This is you are you're still you know four or five or however many your party is on one giant creature, but now you are you know supersized right. or you know super powered so right. To speak. Your your attacks are much more in line. Your abilities and attacks are much more in line with with what the Tarasque is dishing out as opposed to just just trying to trying to burn him down and and be done with it you know it's it it allows for i think probably a little bit more strategy i would think in that regard i think uh, honestly i think this is more straight up fight because you have mm. you're not worried about moving moving pieces and trying to set up you know the archers in oh, the right, right spot yeah. and the cannoneers and all that this is just the barbarian's gonna run up to it and swing his sword, and the maybe the the mage will have some sort of magic laced bullets or something along yeah. those lines. Though I I did was there any mention of a resistance to magic with the four E oh, terrest? No, no reflective carapace at all or anything like that. It's just str- straight across the board resistance fifteen and no regen. Now that I think about it. Okay. Yeah. So there was there's a lot of difference yeah. between this version and the other there two. There is. That's be hmm. interesting to see next week where what 
how the five V one pulls yeah. it all together. Yeah. What what did they add, if anything, and what did they they choose to drop? And what what could be really cool if 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 we do actually see an example of this, of them pulling, oh, oh, I like this aspect from two, I like this aspect from three, five, and this four. Like they can they can pick and choose. At this point, there's enough that they can maybe kind of pull from everything if that if that's if they do that, like I don't know, but I, I would like to, I, I would like to see that happen. That'd be cool. Absolutely, yeah. Might as well. I don't see why, why you wouldn't at this. Yeah, because the other option is kind of start from scratch. I mean, you've you've got your outline, you've got your 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 wireframe that you're going to build off of, but maybe just just go with the general idea and just tweak those numbers and those abilities a little bit to 5e. I don't think for for something as iconic as as the Tarrasque, it doesn't behoove you to to recreate. I mean, the beholder has stayed the same, the illithid has stayed the same. We've said it in the past, the iconic monsters are the iconic monsters for a yeah, reason. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's and and they they do stick around and they do they do get very little revamp and and those are so far those have been some of the ones aside from like the really far out ones that just just tickle us to no end yeah it's there those have been the ones that have really given us that solid hook and that that meaty approach and just just wowed the heck out of us. Yeah, it's interesting. You, It's almost like you don't want to like Welcome to the Jungle just because it's the hit. It's the Guns N' Roses hit. But it's a hit but for you a reason. Kinda, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, as much as I dislike that band, I, and I, I certainly would never go out of my way to listen to, to, to welcome to the jungle or, or any other just, just, mm. but if it comes on, on a classic radio station, I'm, I'm not going to turn it. Like they did something right. There you go. Yeah, exactly. It was a hit for a reason. It, it's the Tarrasque of eighties hair metal. Yeah. I think, I think if we, if we come to no other conclusion this month, it's that. So how many random encounters monsters would you give the 4E Tarrasque? I'm going to go with nine. Okay. So it falls. We, we did eight for 2E, three, five was a 10. So this is, this is nine. Okay. Yep. We're falling. I really like the, the three, five, and this is almost there. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. cool. I like a lot of the lore aspects that it's, it's starting to build in mm-hmm. there. It's just some of the mechanics might be a little bit different than than what I would like. Yeah, yeah, and but we we did come up with some more cool ideas for a Tarrasque. At least, well, in, in terms of of four E, it'd be the the last third of your your levels. It would be sure. like your 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 final arc, basically. So, okay. What a final arc. Yeah, that would be be a hell of a final arc. And you'd, of course, be peppering stuff in right from the start. But you don't don't realize what you're building into until until the very end. Just a random old paleontologist 
tries to stab you with a uh, Tarrasque claw. Yeah. <laughs> Just that give you a lesson would be massive. on how Tarasks fight. Would, well, he, yeah. he would need like him and his assistant, his intern, would also be helping hold it. I mean, he is a cloud giant. Oh, okay, all, then it'd so. be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it for this week of Random Tarasks. Come on back next week for our final episode of Tarask Month, our final episode of 2020, no less. Come on back and we will talk one more version of the Tarask. Thank you so much. Hey, Random Encounters is a proud member of the Feckless Momes Audio Network.